Hello everybody, welcome to this week's review. Today I mainly want to talk about injuries to be honest. But a summary of the week, I've been in the gym, or on the mats at least, for the last 10 days and counting. Yeah, I'm struggling with injury, but I've been on the mats for 10 days now. How does that happen? Well, last Saturday, I attended a seminar at Carbon with Mike Grundy and Owen Libsa. Sunday, we had the beginner's seminar. And due to illness, I took Monday night's beginner's class and then classes as normal on Tuesday. So it's just an example, really, of even if you are struggling with injuries, there's, there's mitigating, there's ways of mitigating it and getting around it. We've had a couple of people who were, who have been injured but still wanted to keep the foot in the door, as we've said before, and they've either helped me coach in a class or they've come in and helped me take some videos and um, photos for marketing and social media and all that kind of stuff. But they're in the gym environment. That was my point. That they're in the gym environment. I think... People assume that if you're not coming in, training, doing sparring, doing specifics, involved in the whole class, that you have to stay away. I would much rather you come, watch a class, take notes, be part of the gym environment, be part of the culture, than stay away for, for days, weeks on end without stepping foot in the door and that's partly why I do the emails it's partly why I do why I get to choose why I choose to do this little weekly review just so you get to hear my voice constantly in your ear <laughs> so I had all them seminars on I had the beginner's seminar Monday night's class and I've done the, the week's worth of classes as well. Put two videos out. We had the interview of a podcast with Ross Connolly, the wrestling coach. And we also did a bit of a promo of the wrestling class on a Wednesday. The reason why I did that was to try and show people the nature of the class. I think people are quite intimidated to attend it. They assume it's just going to be a beast in for an hour, and it's not. That's not the case. Ross is really technical. And if you listen to the, the podcast, you'll you'll understand that his coaching philosophy is to be more technical rather than just beast you for an hour. So that's what we've been up to this week, brief summary. So things that have been going really well this week. What was really nice to see was it was the European, the IBJJF European Championships over the weekend. And the black belt phenom, Mika Galvao, got gold in his division. Loads of examples, because I watched some of it on Flow Grappling. Loads of examples of him just relentlessly attacking the back. We did back takes last week from the side control position. We've looked at back takes this week from close guard. And you will be looking at it training today on Friday at more open guard positions. But Mika Galvao was doing... Exactly what we did last week with that inside hook when you're putting pressure on your partner. 
they start to turtle up and you're looking at getting that inside hook. Beautiful examples, numerous examples of him doing the same thing. So it's nice to have that connection from stuff we've been covering that people are carrying it off in high-level competition. We've had good response to the competition. The Empire in Ermston on the 10th of March. Loads of people entering that. We've got a good team going down. So again, if it's if it's something that you're interested in, even if you've not competed before, one of the best times to compete is obviously a local comp, so you're not doing lots of travelling, and when there is lots of people there to support you. So give us a shout if you're interested in that and get signed up. Opportunities for learning this week. People getting injured. There's a lot of people getting injured at the moment. I've had a little bit of a think about this as to the reasons why, and I've come up with three reasons why I think people are getting injured. Now, before we start, the beginners, people who've been training less than 12 months, should not be getting injured. Should not be getting injured and sustaining injuries that keep them off the mats for weeks at a time. Jiu-jitsu and grappling is a combat sport. There are going to be little niggles, and I don't want to call them injuries, what's a better word? Little niggles and little bangs, knocks here and there, yeah. But injuries that are keeping you off the mats for weeks at a time, they shouldn't be happening. And that's one of three reasons. So the first reason is your ego. You're basically not tapping early enough and you're letting things go too far. I don't just mean submissions. Submissions seem like the obvious example. Someone's got you in an arm lock. Someone's got you in a kimura, which is a shoulder lock. Letting the shoulder lock go too far and not tapping. That is an example, but it's a, an obvious example. An example that's not as obvious is when someone's trying to stack you, someone's using pressure. If the pressure does nothing, I know it's a running joke and it's a thing you don't really want to tap from, but as a beginner, you don't know any difference. If someone's putting pressure on you and you're struggling to breathe or your neck's getting crushed underneath someone, just tap. Don't let things go too far. Part of it's ego, part of it's awareness. Which brings us on to point two. It's you or your training partner not understanding the position of your body and having that awareness that you might be in a compromised position. For example, if, if your legs are intertwined as you're starting to pass, your leg and your knee might be in a compromised position but because you don't understand either the person on the top is continuing to push through that position or as you on the bottom, you don't understand that your knee's in a precarious position or your ankle or your elbow or your wrist or your neck and you're both continuing to try and push and defend the position. If your knee's in a compromised position or anything for that matter, just tap your partner, tap your partner and say, yeah, I mean, he's in a funny position there. No one's going to say, well, that's not a submission. No one's going to be bothered. The, 
they'd be less happy if they'd be less happy. You know what I'm trying to say? They'd be more pissed off with you if they did the pass. You got injured, and they pissed off at themselves then for injuring you when it could have been easily negated. You just tap. I mean, he's in a funny position there. Can I just move my knee out the way? Reset. Let's go again. So that's both your responsibilities to to when you're with your partner, have an awareness. People get, people see red. As soon as it starts sparring and you slap hands and you bump fists, people see red and it becomes a war of attrition. It doesn't have to be a war. Sometimes I'd like to see people be more technical. Granted, as a beginner, you don't have the knowledge of the techniques. Which brings us on to point three. My responsibility as a coach, or whoever's coaching the, coaching the class, there's ways of mitigating the chances of injury. Again, injuries do happen, little knocks. It's a combat sport. Unfortunately, injuries are part and parcel of the game. But certainly as a beginner, we can mitigate those. So if you are on a trial and you come down for a week free trial, you will not be allowed to, tr to, to spar if you've not trained before. So as a brand new beginner on your week trial, before you're even a member of the gym, you're not allowed to spar. When we start doing specifics, the coach will highlight the individuals who are new, who are on a trial, maybe give you a different set of instructions on what you're trying to achieve in that game. But everybody will know because you'll be identified that you're new, you're on a week free trial, people will look after you. When we spar, we always start standing. Stand-up's an important part of the game. If there's two white belts together who aren't experienced in standing up, that is when the biggest risk of injury is going to happen. Forget about your leg locks. Forget about arm locks, kimuras, although kimuras, people do sustain quite bad injuries from kimuras. Um, and it's again, it's because of people not tapping early enough. But the biggest risk of injuries is from doing takedowns. So if you're with someone who doesn't know much takedowns, or you're completely outweighed by that individual, then you can either pull guard, or if you're two beginners together, just start in each other's guard, start in closed guard, start in a position that you can safely start to work from. Hopefully that makes sense. But just clarify that not every round has to be a war of attrition, a war to the death. Have a little bit of awareness about where your body is. There's been quite a few situations where beginners, people on trials, have got injuries for one reason or another and it's stop them joining as a result. Now for me, one as an instructor, two as a business owner, that's a little bit annoying that they've got injured. And it's one of those three reasons. It's either my responsibility as a coach to look after them a little bit more. And what I don't want to do is be one of these gyms that's trying to cover everyone in cotton wool because that's not a good environment either. The stand-up's important, the wrestling's important, leg locks are important, 
making sure you can finish submissions are important. But your training partners at the end of the day, the last thing we want to do is injure each other. But we can be more aware of where our bodies are and what we're doing. And especially if you're outweighing someone by 15, 20 kilos, have a bit more of a st understanding about stacking people on the necks. And if you're the one being stacked, don't just try and brute through it. Just tap. In other news, there's two kinds of people that I'm seeing at the end of January. There's people who are smashing it and building loads of momentum, getting lots of training in, and that's really commendable. And we're seeing massive improvements already just in the first month of this year. There's people who have just started to come back to us after Christmas. They've had a layoff for whatever reason. And that's cool. I get it. Sometimes it's hard to come back after a period of time off. What I want to say, though, if you're listening to this, is do not be concerned about coming back and the environment. Like being a bit funner there's always that little stigma of oh if I come back people are going to start taking the piss there may be a little bit of banter but people are genuine, genuinely happy to see you back on the mat people will come up to you I've not seen you for a while how are you doing they will be happy and made up to see you back training on the mat so do not stay away because you'll find it harder and harder do not stay away thinking what are people going to say when I turn up people are going to be saying stuff about me, where have you been, what have you been up to? People are going to be welcoming you, welcoming you with open arms when you come back on the mat. People want you to feel part of the team. So points to tech forward. Next week, probably Monday's email, I'll be giving you a start date for the new leg lock class. I'm really excited about this class. Um, granted, I've been on about it for a little bit. Whereas now, next week, Monday, I'll be announcing the start date of the new leg lock class. It's going to be on a Tuesday, but more details on that on Monday. Again, people really building some momentum as we come towards, as we, we start the month of February. And I've said it before, but I think the sweet spot is really three times a week. If you can train three times a week, not everybody can, I understand. But if you can get that sweet spot of three sessions a week, whether it's a mixture of gi, no gi, beginners or levels, whatever, three, you're going to see a lot of improvement, vast improvement in your fitness and your technique. A point to tech forward that's that's a bit more based at me as an individual. I forget sometimes because I'm so immersed in jujitsu that not everybody else is, and people just want to use it for different reasons. Get fit, rock up a few times a week, go through the motions. Enjoy the class, enjoy the environment, have a good time, have fun, get off and do it again.
and that's cool. And it's my responsibility sometimes to understand that, that not everybody is as invested in it as I am. So that's a big takeaway for me. Just to understand that not everybody is into it as much as I am. People want to use it for different reasons. But I just want to, I just want to see people back on the mats training and enjoying it. If people are enjoying training, that's good enough for me. If people aren't enjoying it or people are starting to get injuries and we're having people off for longer and longer with injuries, then I need to start asking questions why. That's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the mat.